The Torah content from now through Pesach has been sponsored by the Kofsky family in loving memory of Adira, who loved big ideas and asking big questions. Okay, so we are doing the next parak until, and we did 12 last week, and we're doing 13 this week, and as you can see, it's extremely short. Five psukim, not counting Mizmola David. Okay, so, um, and you might recognize some phrases, but you'll have to tell me about where they come from. I know where one phrase comes from, but I, I didn't look up where the other ones are. I feel like we say them. Okay. Ad ana Hashem tishkacheni netzach. Ad ana tastir es panacha mimeni. Until, Yeah, until when, yeah. right? Hashem, tishkacheni netzach. Yeah, will you forget me? Netzach. Netzach. Uh, for, for eternity. Uh, for eternity. Yeah, nice. Yeah. For eternity. Yeah, it really is. You, I, I've noticed your improvement, like uh, especially with the um, yeah, the identifying the shirashim and then the conjugation. Yeah, that, that was my biggest flaw. Yeah, no, that's when once you unlock that, it's like easy. it's <laughs> great. Yeah. All right. Ad ana tastir es panachami many. So one. Will you hide your face from me? Face from me. Yeah, okay. Um, and I'm going to say this, even though I think face is the literal interpretation. Um, it could also mean presence, right? Like, like, lifnei Hashem, you know? Um, or panecha is used that way also. Ad ana ashis itos binafshi yagon bilvavi yomam. Until when? Ashis is a hard one. Um, uh, not to get rid of. It's not like husband or wife, right? No, no. It's uh. So the let's see. Where would you get this from? Uh, <laughs> the name Chase, and then the Evan Hashasia. The stone foundation. Okay, yeah. Do, will you found uh or establish? I guess it's probably gonna be better. Until when will I establish? Sorry, will I establish? Uh, eight sos benafshi. Eight sos like advice. Yeah, advice. Eight-so. Yeah, benafshi. In my soul. In my soul. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yagon. Yeah, Yagon. We say in, in uh, say again. Like the uh, yeah. Uh, I think sorrow uh, is probably the better or anguish. You know, sure. anguish. Yeah. Let's say sorrow. Um, in my heart. In my heart. Yo, mom. In the face. Yeah. So I think th- there's a machlokus in Mafarshim whether this means every day or all day. Okay. So I'm gonna say all day for now. We can always change it. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah. Until when? Yarum Oyvayali. Will my enemies be raised above me? Yeah. Rise, uh, uh, rise above me, I think is right. probably good. I don't know exactly. Yarum, Yarim, I'm not exactly sure what the, the difference is. Okay. Ha- uh, oh, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah. Above me or on me? I'd say above, above me. More yeah, yeah, usual. yeah. Um, if it said. Yakum alai, that's like you know jumping onto me. Yeah, right. Habita aneni hash. Well, I guess habita is one thing, is a command. Habita. Yeah. Um, I'd say yeah. Gaze or look. Aneni Hashem alai. Cover. No. No. Yeah. Answer. That's anan. This is an aneosi. Answer me. Hashem, my God. Ha'ira enai. Yeah, enlighten my eyes. Pen ishana maves. The four parts you're Yeah. Yeah. So, pen ishana maves. Less. 
Or yeah. Unless I sleep death. Unless I sleep death. Yeah. Which is a nice, really nice poetic uh, thing. Uh, a lot of the parts are bothered by about how there is, uh, it seems to be grammatically lacking. Uh, so like, I think, you know, you, I think, I don't know if our score actually does this unless I sleep the sleep of death, but I feel like unless I, lest I sleep death just sounds so much it's more. Another word for in case of. Um, so that I don't, or else I won't like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's negative. Yeah. Pen Yomar. Oh, uh, another, another pen. Yeah. Less. Less Yomar Oivi. My enemy. My enemy will say, uh, Yechaltiv. That's a hard one. Yeah. So I'm able, yeah. So the, so Yechaltiv is, I, yeah, I can overpower him. I think, right. I am able to overpower him. Um, uh, Sarai. So here, I think Sarai is like uh, Tsorer, like an enemy also, or my adversary. Sarai Yagilu Kiemot. Yeah, this is is a hard one, yeah. My enemy, or my tormentor. uh, Yagilu is like uh, Yagilibaha. Dila, yeah. Will rejoice. Uh, Kiemot. When I, this is not not the easiest when I, word. When I go down, very close. Yeah, when I when I falter or shake or like am right. unstable. Context, context. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's good. Con- context is so much of a part of translation. Yeah. That's another thing. Is like you you have to be confident about the context and then and then just try it out. All right, Vaani and I and I bechastecha in your kindness. In your kindness, nice. <laughs> Roll, batachti. Yeah. It's the aggression. <laughs> <laughs> no, old old school grammar uh, d- d- uh, didactic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Batahti. I trusted. Uh, in your kindness, I trusted. Yagel libi bishuasaha. My heart was happy. My heart. Uh, so I think actually this is in the future, right? Will rejoice. Bishuasaha. In your redemption. In your salvation, I like better than redemption. Yeah. Ashira Ladashem Kigamalalai. Uh is it like a song like that? Probably. Ashira Ladashem. Oh, you know how we can find it? On the new Ahatora feature. And it's not so new anymore. They but songs. Song. Well, so yeah, so what they have is they have um all of the uh oh, hold on a second. Why is this only this one? Hold on. That's a different paragraph. Hold on. Um there is they have the laning, which by the way, if you ever want to learn how to lane tell I mean only the Sparta know how to do that. Wait, we do. <laughs> I mean, oh, sorry. there's no Ashkenazic Masora for laying tail, but the Spartan do it. The Chastacha, uh, we, we have to unplug the thing. It'd be annoying. The Chastacha Batakti Ashira. Wait, no, which one did you say? Oh, Kigamalai. Oh, yeah, so probably probably that's the one. I don't know if that's it. We, we can test it. <laughs> okay. Um, so, did we translate it? No. Ashira Lord Hashem. I will sing to Hashem. Uh, to Hashem or for Hashem, uh, I think either one is good. Ki gamal alai. Good, for he has bestowed, and I'm gonna go ahead and say goodness upon me. Okay, and this is a um a thing that like uh gamal could either mean to be gomel chesed and tov, or it could be gomel ra. You know, so uh, so you have to kind of insert it based on the context. Okay, so that's our parak. Um, nice easy to think about because it's like short short and kind of repetitive. Yeah. So I think here, I mean, I think we can say this even before we ask questions. Where would you say the pivot is? 
Oh, yeah, after the questions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's what I well, well, I mean. Okay, maybe it is up for debate. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So you say after. Well, I, I don't really think so much. Okay. Oh, no, no, that's fine. No, no, gut, gut, gut reaction. So, so this, is, this is what it would look like if it was um, after the questions. Okay. Um, I think that is definitely a possibility. Yeah, Tamar? Uh, a different pivot, I guess? Yeah. Would be uh, everything through the end of five is like negative and then six is positive. Yeah. That's how I, I, that's how I conceptualize it. Uh, that all of this is the negative, 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 negative and asking uh, and, and like pleading with Hashem. And then it suddenly just turns positive. You know, I and your kindness, I trusted my heart will rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to Hashem for you. It's so good upon me. Yeah. Um, well, I was going to say until plus and five, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, so what is the reasoning for there? Well, because I feel like plus and four, look, answer, like it's still within like the, um, like, like talking to God, like asking him for something like, look, answer me, Hashem God, and like, you know, right. and then, then it's shifting into like pivoting into like the, what the enemies will say. It's like a different. Okay. I, I do hear that. I think, I feel we're breaking up the two lests. Lest my, I sleep the uh, death and lest my enemies say I'm able to do that. Lest my tormentor rejoice when I falter. I feel like, where is that? Where is so there's a uh, lest, oh. less, and then there's an implied less here also, because this less is borrowing off of the other one. So that, that's why I, that one, I, I don't feel like it, it's there. All right. Yeah. So you can, you can divide it either, either place here. Okay. So what are the, what are the questions here? And let's dive right in. What's it talking about? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, so let's say, let, let's ask our, our normal methodology question. First of all, okay. Which mode is this in? Um, is this, uh, d- about David? Okay. If so, when, uh, Israel, if so, when, uh, or universal ideas. Okay. That's a yeah. question we're going to have to ask. Um, yeah, tomorrow. Is that, I think more of an observation than a question? Can I, can I, yeah, uh, yeah sure. Yeah. yeah. I actually decided, uh, last time, since we did observations, I was kind of out of practice last time. So when we did observations, I noticed that there were a lot of questions. So I, I put them as two different uh, columns here. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, so I don't know. I haven't obviously seen lots of, there's lots of Tehillim that I haven't seen, but I feel like a lot of Tehillims have like a, the ratio of like trust in Hashem versus like despair is, is flipped. In this one, I don't know if that makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Meaning that that it's uh when you say flipped, I mean you, usually they have more trust in Hashem and then less despair. Yeah, I feel like there's a there's a lot of uh problem of Tilim that are like mostly positive, mostly Hashem is guarding yeah. him, and this yeah, one feels yeah. like the opposite. No, I'll tell you why. I think we I have that impression also. I anyone want to theorize why we have that impression? There's like a uh a um I don't know. I don't want to call it bias in like a negative way. Yeah, tomorrow. Maybe just I don't know. Maybe those are the ones that are in Tefila. Yeah, <laughs> right. The ones in Tefila. Like I, my my first thought when you were saying that was like I was trying to think of examples of that. I was like, yeah, in Hallel, you know, there's a lot of that. But I was like, oh, of course, in Hallel, there's a lot of that. You know, we're not going to be like like oh, despair, despair, despair. So um, so I'm gonna I will say that though here as an observation, which is that um, the despair is disproportionate to the uh, to the positive. Um, which makes it seem, I'm going to add my own, uh, um, um, observation to this, which makes it seem kind of like the positive comes out of nowhere, right? Like not out of nowhere, but it's just like sad, 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 sad. Then I trust in Hashem, you know? And yeah. Yeah. Isaiah. Um, 
similar, but it's a question. Um, yeah. So what's the, like, he seems to be asking, like, when will Hashem help me and a lot? Like, it's like, he's going on and on about, like, when will Hashem, until when is this, until when is this? But, like, yeah. how is that a productive thing to, like, contemplate? Like, until okay. when is this? Until okay, when? so let's just ask, what is his ad ana question? And, like, what uh, benefit does it serve? Yeah, uh, let's go Ariel, Ayala, and then Yitzhak. Um, it's, it's interesting that he's comparing God to the, our enemies. He is? Um, yeah. Where? Like, like it's, the way I'm reading Pasuke is, lest my enemies say, yeah. I am able to overpower him. My, my tormentor, which is the enemy, yeah. will rejoice in my fault. Right? right, right. So it seems like this Pasuk Vav is saying, and in your kindness, I trust my heart. I mean, like in Hashem's kindness, when I'm in a falter, um, will rejoice in your salvation. It's almost like... It's, it's oh, that's interesting. So oh, I, I did not notice that. Yeah, does it even use... Uh, yeah, wow. How did I not notice that? Yeah, that's a good observation. Right, so um, it is type that out here um so um in psukim five and six um uh he compares sorry he contrasts uh the joy of the enemy when he falters to to um actually i'm gonna say david I'm assuming this is David. David contrasts the joy of the enemy when he, uh, David, falters to the joy. Uh, accidentally pasted to the joy he will feel when Hashem saves him. Uh, what is the purpose of this comparison? Okay, that, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, Ayala. So two shot questions. So yeah. the last thing that tomorrow is pointing out that it's positive. I was initially reading that as like part of a tefillah, like save me because of, because I trust in your kindness or whatever. Is mm-hmm. that true? Or was, I, was I just reading into that? Well, here's the thing. Uh, we have this principle from the Muharshim that whenever it uses the future tense until him, you can read it as a bakasha or as a statement of certainty, you know? So you could read this as may my heart rejoice in your salvation. May I sing to Hashem. But I think the reason why I went in the direction of a certainty is because of the end, ki gamalalai, for he has done good. Actually, you know, you could, you could, you could say it's a bakasha. That's true. Yeah, you can read it that way. Yeah. So let's, uh, I'll just put that as a question here. Do we read the future tense in Pasuk Vav as a statement of certainty or a bakasha? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if this is a question or an observation, but what's the context? Yes. Okay. What is the context here? I'm going to go ahead and tack that, excuse me, onto, um, uh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll make that a second question. So what is the situation or context here? I mean, I guess we're partially asking that in the, if so, when, but uh, I think we need to elaborate on that, right? What, who are these enemies? Uh, what is this threat, what form of salvation is he hoping for? Yeah. Isaiah. 
Is there perhaps context from surrounding production of Willem? Yeah. So I did not see anyone explicitly link that except for a fragment of reviews of Karaz Parish, which I don't know what, why we don't have the rest of it. Kishira'a David Shaharashaim Misromamin al Hatsadikim. When David saw that the Rashaim are exalting themselves over the Tadikim, which is the last passage in the previous parak, Karum Zulus Livne Adam, the Rashaim are walking around. Savach Vitsoik Mizmor Shani. I think Mizmor Shani means like in the, the you know the second one here. Adana Yarum Oivayalai. So he connects it to the previous one that he's in this bad situation, and uh, and therefore he's crying out. I didn't see anyone explicitly connect them, and I saw others who like explicitly took different directions. Whoops. Uh, yeah, Ariel. I think she was. Oh, uh, yeah, Ayala. So, just a shot question What does it mean in Pasuk Fury where it says, Until when will I establish advice in my soul? Like, just shot wise. Yeah. So, let's actually, I'm going to actually just for the sake of uh, of laziness, <laughs> um, right? Um, uh, just tack it onto here. Um, what do the particulars of each question mean. And the reason why I'm saying this is, again, I, I feel like because we've been out of Tehillim practice for a while, I have to remind us of this, which is don't get bogged. We, we can't let ourselves get too bogged down in the details. Even in a short paragraph like this, we have to keep our eye on the on the, on the the big picture. Um, so it's a, it's a good question. I'm just saying that if we don't answer that, then that's not uh, that's not like, um, you know, a, a huge problem. Yeah. Uh, Ariel and then David and then Ozzy. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I don't know if it's like a similar question to yeah. what you just asked, but like for the first classic, is that also particular if I ask? The Lama Yeah, like what do you mean you will forget for eternity? Oh, you mean uh, the second question? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, well, here's the thing. Like, I just have no, no, I see. Okay, th- th- this, is, this is a matter of intuition, right? Because I feel like that question is a major question. And the reason why, well, anyone justify that it's a major question? Yeah. I mean, it's a contradiction. Yeah, why? Until when means it won't be forever. Will you establish for eternity? Forget for eternity. Okay, so that, yeah, that is a question, right? Until when will you forget for eternity? Um, uh, oh, sorry, I forgot the word me. Forget me for eternity. But I think anyone else have an argument for why that's a major question? Well, how do you forget for eternity? That's what Isaiah is saying is there's contradiction. Oh, that's, right? Well, no, he's saying it's until when until I, and forget for eternity. eternity. Right? If it's for eternity, then it's until then the answer is it. Yeah, tomorrow. Um, it's talking about God and God doesn't forget things. It just seems like a problem. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's definitely, uh, that, that is definitely, okay. All right. That, you're right. There's two reasons why this is a major question. Okay. Um, let me, um, let me say both of them. Okay. So specifically, what? Um, okay. Hold on. Specifically, um, uh, what does it mean for Hashem to forget? Okay. Hashem doesn't forget. Uh, okay. You have an answer for why this is a major question? No. So the, the reason why this is a major question is because it contradicts the last puzzle, right? Here, he's expressing all this doubt and saying, Hashem is going to forget me and like, you're going to hide from me. And then he expresses absolute certainty that God is going to save him. So to me, this is like a major question that like is necessary for like unlocking the whole theme. Okay. So, um, so the question is, doesn't and this you could express this as a contradiction on the two halves, right? Doesn't the first half, and by half I mean like the yellow, right? Doesn't the first half, um, i.e., sukim uh, a through why did I say a <laughs> all, all through a, um, 
contra- uh, contradict Pasuk Vav, okay, especially, oops, Pasuk Vav, oh, no, this is still, eh. especially, um, uh, yeah, the fact that he, he thinks Hashem will forget him forever, and then he seems certain of his salvation. Yeah, David and then Chaim. Okay, not so sure about this question anymore, but uh, within the Adana questions, some of them seem to be more positive and some more negative. It doesn't seem to be consistent, particularly the beginning of Pastor's Gimel. Yeah. Until one last establish advice, that seems like a, a nice, good thing. And other than that, um, like until when you hide your face, the content of hiding your face is a bad thing. The content of establishing my. Yeah. So that I think um, will, uh, that points to an answer to the question that was asked about, you know, what exactly does that mean? And I think we should assume it's negative because these all sound like negative things. Establishing advice is a negative thing then? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anyone have to just a uh, uh, gut interpretation of what it could mean? It sounds to me like he's having to like remind himself of good things all day because there's like sorrow hmm. and it's hurt all day. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, yeah, that that I think fits with some of the mafarshim. Yeah. Um, okay. Time. Um, yeah, just a comment on the last question that we we're talking about with the contradiction yeah. thingy. Um, it reminded me of the parak we did, I think, earlier this year. Um, where David was like simultaneously like so talking about the protection from God and then also like about how he's like really scared or something like that. I don't that remember. Sounds familiar. Yeah, I also don't remember what we said. Like, <laughs> it feels so long ago. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's <laughs> just a comment on that. Okay, yeah, it. yeah. I'll have to dig up the old notes. <laughs> yeah, David. Uh, how is whatever happens in Pasukba like remedy all that happened prior to this? He's talking about. Uh yeah. Uh so I how does trusting that she make all these other things go away? Okay, yeah. So let, let, let's okay. If he is understanding that that would be the case, it seems like he's not at that point right now. Okay, so I'm gonna actually split this into a couple questions, maybe three. Wow. Okay, so um on what basis uh did he trust in Hashem? In Pazagvav, it's not switching. Uh, Russia. At a certain point, we will just start to learn all the flips and we can just read. <laughs> That'd be a very matrix uh, type moment. Okay. Um, this is not working. Do I need to do the remedy? Yes. Um, Norton. Okay, Norton. Time to pull out the Norton. Okay, let me let me pause the recording. Um, <clears throat> on what basis did he trust Hashem in Pasuk Vav? Right, so when he says, I trust in Hashem, that's past tense, right? So w- when was he saying that? Um, then your other question uh, was, what is the relationship between his trust in Hashem? See, it's working now. Uh, and, uh, and the future salvation, yeah. right? Implies that because I trust in Hashem, there's going to be a future salvation. Yeah, uh, Yala. So what is David asking for here? Because I like maybe it seems like a physical salvation, but also in Pusik five, uh sorry, Pusik four, it seems like like a awareness type of thing. Yeah. What is David asking for? Do we say oh no, we did not say that. We said what is this question? Okay, so um do we not talk about the Bakasha? Um no. 
what, what? Oh yeah, because it's in four. Okay, so so what? Let's see. Yeah. What exactly is he asking for in Pasuk 4, uh, possibly Pasuk 6? See, it is going faster and it's switching now. Look, it's good. Norn is a god. Look, it's good. I gave you one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Uh, yeah, Ariel. Yeah. Classic couple questions. Yeah. All right. One question is um, what does it mean to sleep, sleep dead? Um, good. Two. Okay. And and just just why am I why do I I mean you said it earlier but why do why do I like that someone asked about that? It's a little redundant. Okay, it is weird because it comes up every night. Okay, right. So let's just go to that and and add that there also just to tack it on. Okay, um, which puzzle is that? In? That's five, four. Yeah, it's four. So let me put this over here. So what does it mean? What does he mean by pen ishan hamavis? And then what insight does this give us into Birkas Hamapiel? Okay, and let's just see. Uh, again, I, I'm, I'm doing this greedily because I want to understand Tefillah. Okay, so sue me. Uh, um, <laughs> what does this mean um, in Hamapiel? And I'm going to go to the Rambam's version because um, I'm familiar with that one, and I think it actually flows better than Ashkenaz. If we have time... Ken and I like right before Shear worked out a um, uh, the difference between the Ramam's Nusach and uh, Ashkenaz here. So let me let's just go over Hamapiel really quickly. Uh, this is what we say right before we go to sleep. Oh, and I gave uh, like a three part share on this, four part share on this. Oh, okay, yeah, that was hard to believe. That was back when I would give two days of Mishle in the morning and two days of Tefillah in the morning. Wow, that's crazy. forgot that that era existed. Um, so um, who causes the cords of sleep or the travails of sleep to fall upon my eyes? And who illuminates the pupil of my eye. Um, uh, may be your will, Hashem, my God. That you save me from the evil inclination. And from evil occurrences. And uh, bad dreams should not uh, confound me, and not bad thoughts or bad fantasies. May my bed be perfect before you. And you should cause me to rise up from my bed for life and for peace. And illuminate my eyes, lest I sleep death. Uh, uh, source of all blessing who illuminates the entire world. Okay, so I want to understand, uh, since this is clearly derived from our parak, I want to understand it from the context if we can. Okay. Um, who had two more questions? Oh, you did. Okay, yeah, sorry, sorry. Well, go ahead. I mean, actually, you know, Tamar go first. No, no, Ariel, go. Uh, okay. right, you right. earned it. You waited on Monday night for so long and lost all, all right, of the right, mojo. Right. Yeah. Enlighten him with what? Enlighten him with what? Okay, yeah. Yeah, so, what is he being enlightened with? Yeah. So uh, that was in the same positive, right? Yeah. Four? Yeah, same positive. Okay, so... Uh, likewise, uh, what does Ha'ira Enai mean? Yeah. And last question is, is what exactly is this guy going through that he's, 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 you know, asking all these things? And yeah. What, so I what, think, what's the case? I think we're covering that, uh, in question two, what is the situation uh, in the context and who are the enemies? What is the threat? Yeah. Okay. Tomorrow.
So I was actually also going to ask about the Hayura Ani, and I guess um, more generally, like, is this one request? And if so, like, how do all these different parts fit together? Because they okay. sound a little bit different, That's you know, awesome. like different yeah. parts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, d- just to be clear here, let's just see how many actual request words he does. Habita Aneni Hayura. And then if you treat Yagel Libya and Ashira, I really don't, I'm, my intuition tells me that this is a future tense statement. This is not a request. So it's really three requests. Habita, Aneni, and Heira, right? So the question is, uh, so let's just add that also. Um, what does Habita and Aneni, what do uh, Habita and uh, Aneni, uh, Starting again, I need to bring another sacrifice. Anini uh, mean, uh, uh, I almost typed the city of Tsikleg. All right, uh, mean, um, is this one request or three? Yeah, David. I'm really following that. Uh, when he says, Aaron, I intention of Hamavet, are those like, Petitions of like, this uh, okay, yeah, okay, good. So let's just ask those as one question as well. What, um, are each of uh, oft, what are each of the uh, these are Yasurin, uh, what are each of the, the pens? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Preventing from learning Torah. All right. What are each of these, the pens? And are these a part of the petition? Okay. Yeah, Shira. Um, okay. So in Pasuk 6, um, you put a slash for 2 slash 4. Um, yeah. But what does it mean to sing for Hashem? Like, presumably Hashem doesn't need our song. So- okay, good. Yeah, so uh, let's just ask on that at the very end, which is um, uh, how do we understand? Yeah, I knew it wouldn't work. Ashira Lashem, according. Uh, if it means for. Yeah, I think plain shot is it's two, but I, I am aware of the, the multi-meaning of Lamed. Um, yeah, Yeti, and then Isaiah. Um, could you go up for a second? Uh, what, oh, is the um, the first maybe one or two and half of three, is that like one idea and then the enemy a separate idea? Like is Hashem forgetting him uh, uh, related to his enemies rising against him or above him, or is it a totally separate thing? That's a good question. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just mentally lump that in to the question about like, what are all the Anna, Anna particulars? Right. Yeah. It is a good question though. What's the, I'll add, what's the relationship? What is the relationship? Uh, I'm going to extend that to all four between all four. Okay. Isaiah. Okay. And Chaim. Um, I don't know if this was a question that was asked because I can't see all the questions. Yeah, I'll, I'll copy and paste them in a second. Okay. Um, right. What is the cause and effect? Or I guess, I guess, what's the, what's the, uh, 
what's his argument for saying Hashem should uh, answer him in a light in his eyes? And I mean, I guess he gives two reasons. One is he sleeps death, whatever that means. Yeah. The second one is that his enemy says I'm able to overpower yeah. him. Yeah, that was the. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so I guess like what's the? Uh, I guess why two? Re- why two reasons? Is one question, and then uh, my primary question I think is. What's the connection between those two? And like, why is that a valid reason for him to yeah. be answered? I, I think that was what David was getting at. What does he mean? Uh, what are the, what are each of the pens and, and are these part of the petition? Okay. Yeah, I yeah. didn't. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. So let's do this now. Let's switch in. I'm going to copy and paste the questions into the chat in case those uh, at home want them. Uh, this is. meaning. Okay. That and. Oopsies. I accidentally cut off half of six. Language. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So, all those questions, eh? Um, okay. Let's see here. I think the best course of action. Okay. See, I'm always in this conflict. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I, I think we really can realistically finish this uh, tonight. Um, but it would require us going to the Mepharshim and not just like fielding our own uh, explanations. So what do you prefer to do? Uh, we can either try to figure it out on our own and then like, but then we're going to have to go into the next time, which is fine. Worst comes to worst, we'll go into next time and then also do Hamapil like separately, like as a review, or we yeah. could do it uh, all tonight. Could we give like a minute to think of him? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. There's a lot, a lot of questions. I here. like the former. <laughs> What was the form? I forgot which order. The former was, you know, we think about it today. Yeah. Go into the report of the next time with Hamapil. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, we could do this that. Is a the, yeah. Th- this is why, you know, the uh, the setup last year and the year before of the 45 minutes of Tehillim on Tuesday and then the hour of Tehillim on Thursday, that was perfect. Right. We, we would get all the questions and the facts and like just get the juices flowing and then like, uh, you know, and then have a day to think about it in between. But we can't bring back, even God can't bring back last year. Yeah. Oh, that's a, a plug. Um, oh, I guess it's not going to be released next week, but I am going to be on Judaism Demystified podcast again. They want me to do an episode about uh, God doing the impossible. Oh, nice. um, so, which is based on the Q&A that we did. There was a Q&A where someone asked that question. Uh, we talked about it. And like, I gave like a 10 minute thing. They're like, oh, we, you know, so we're going to do that. Oh, wait, I think that was me. Was that me? Yeah, I think it was you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great Q&A. Yeah. So you started a trend. You started a whole movement. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. All right, Tom, I'm just going to come up with an answer. So just to remind us here, the main questions we have to answer, in my opinion, are how do we reconcile, how do we justify the pivot? Remember, this is the pivot point method here, right? Is that you have all this negativity and questioning about God abandoning him and this reasoning and all this bad stuff that's going to happen in the first five psukim. And then suddenly he says, I trusted in your kindness and then kind of like, we're taking it as an implied, therefore my heart will rejoice in your salvation. And I will sing to Hashem because he's bestowed goodness upon me. That's definitely a because, right? Because he bestowed goodness on me, then I will, I will sing to Hashem. So how do you, how do you explain that? Um, and then we need to explain what the situation is here. Okay. And you know, maybe I'll, okay. You know, maybe I'll do, I think I feel like this is the responsible thing to do is to tell you um, the two possibilities that the Mepharshim take about the mode and the situation. Okay, because this is actually unanimous. Okay, so we won't go into all the Mepharshim in detail yet. But I just want to give you this, this puzzle piece here. Okay, so if you'll look at... So, okay, if it's David, then it's David. Okay, right? Um, 
But if you look at the Me'iri, let's say, okay, they all, I think almost all of them say this, but the Me'iri says uh, in the first page, Ad Ana, oh, sorry, Laman Seyach Ad Ana Begomer. Zem is more nearing go Darche Hadrash. So he says to him, the Darche Drash seem more probable in this Mismore. Okay. Sha'amru Dalad Pa'amim Nemarkan Ad Ana, Kineged Arba Mafios. Says Ad Ana four times. Which I actually am a little embarrassed that none of us pointed this out in observations or questions. What's with the repeated ad anas? Right? Like we ask what it means, but from a literary standpoint, like ad ana, ad ana, ad ana, I mean, it sounds like a kid in a car ride, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, like, um, so, so that's what this drush picks up on that it's for Kinegat Arba Machios. That this is being said about the future Galios, because remember, David was before any of the Galios took place. Okay. Similarly, Rashi says, So he's saying, so this is a move that we saw the Radak say, no, no, we saw the Gemara say in Psachim that I think that David sometimes speaks in the, in the singular, Al Lashem Kol Yisrael. Uh, either because he's the king and he's speaking on behalf of all the Kalei or because of Ruhu Kodesh. And then similarly, the Radak, Zemizwar Amru David Be'ishai Batsara Me'oivav. Oh, sorry. O Nemer Al Lashon Hagalos Vuhu Nachon. So he also mentions there's two possibilities. It's either about David himself and it's about the Gullah or it's about the Gullahs as a whole. And that's the better interpretation. Okay. And then, um, and then Sforno is the only one who, classic uh, uh, Sforno Italo, original thinker. Al Hagalos Halaz. It's about this Gullus, Gullus Edom. Okay. Um, yeah. So I want to actually add this as a question, which is, and this is more of a question on the Mepharshim than, uh, than a question on the Mizmor. Uh, why can I not get the thingy? Okay. So the majority of the Mepharshim, uh, the Mepharshim, not the Oprahs, the majority of the Mepharshim. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but for some reason, like you're very funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, could be because I'm getting very bad sleep for the last couple of nights. But uh, majority of the Mepharshim um, uh, say that this is about Gullus, okay? Uh, and even the ones who concede that it might be about David, um, seem to prefer the Gullus explanation. Okay, so the question is, why? And can these two approaches be unified? And that's kind of an artificial question. Can they be unified? It's just something that Ken and I were trying to do because we were bothered. We like the approach that about Dubbin himself. And usually, I don't know, like usually you get more of an argument. Like many times the Radak will say, this could be said about David and this could be said about Kali Israel. And here's how you learn it according to both, you know? And a lot of them weren't doing that this time. Okay, I think tomorrow was first and then uh, Isaiah. Um, I actually have another question. Can I still ask sure. it? Is it too late? Okay. So you were talking Maybe about the pivot and, okay. <laughs> yeah. um, you were talking about the pivot and I was just noticing also that in Vav it says um, Batakhti. So I guess my question is like, when he says that, like I trusted, is that, uh, like a contradiction to the Adanas, or is that somehow not 
in contradiction because it sounds like opposite like it sounds like if you're asking yeah. i don't know then you're not well, trusting i'm i'm treating it as a contradiction and that's kind of my uh what i'm expressing in the question where's the biggie uh in question eight um which i'll, I'll add the way you said it here which is um doesn't odd anna contradict batakti yeah. But talk to you. Yeah, I spelled that right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah? Bad approach. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I think, like, to me, the the contradiction about, like, um, like in the beginning, it seems like he's despairing and he's asking until one. And then at the end, he's saying, like, he's trusting, he trusted in Hashem. Yeah. So I think the beginning is, like, him in his state. I'm taking a David approach, by the way. Yeah. It's, like, him in his state like when he was having this problem and then six is now he's reflecting on what happened like afterward or like when Hashem comes and like finally saves now it's like a reflection so when he was in this pain or whatever this sorrowful state was mm -hmm. like he couldn't he he i guess in his mind could not see that there was going to be like like it seemed like an injustice or it seemed like it was like something, something that was bad. And he couldn't like perceive that there was going to be like rationally, it didn't seem like to him, like there would be the salvation, but he still, because he doesn't understand Hashem's justice, he didn't like fully believe that as opposed to maybe someone else who like would just wallow in their own pain. Yeah. And then, so, so that's why he says like, he never, he never, he still trusted in Hashem because even though he didn't, like most of him, I don't know exactly how to describe it. Like most of him didn't see it, but like yeah. a part of him always held on to that trust. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what, like when he said, it lined my eyes lest I sleep death is like, he was like close to like the full despair, but he didn't like go all the way into it. Okay. So let me repeat what you're saying to make sure I understand it. And then I'll say um, what I like about it and what I think you would have uh, an easier approach getting at what you're getting at. Okay. So what you're saying, I think is, so the first part is, is expressing all of this like questioning and despair. And then in six is like one year later or, you know, like fast forward and, and showing that he trusted in Hashem. Right. And um, yeah. And uh, I'm missing a step. So, uh, what am I missing? Um, I think, he didn't fully despair. Right. He didn't fully despair. The fact that he was able to get to that in retrospect, he trusted then, um, then that shows that he didn't fully despair. And here's the thing also actually. Okay. So right, yeah, the, the, there's that. Okay. Now here's two avenues, which I think will make it smoother. Or I guess here's a question. One question is, I feel like it's weird then to omit the transition. Like what is it that allowed him to get to I that Hashem, I think Hashem did something at this point. Like he, he just had that, like, I don't know that hope that, yeah. like, you know, that thing that he didn't let go of. Yeah. And eventually that like Hashem did resolve the situation. And, it and is, is it describing that or is it not? not okay. It's not. Yeah. So that to me, that's a little funny. I yeah. I mean, it's not a horrendous problem, but it is a little funny because it's like leaving us without, without we, the reader don't get a basis for, for well, six. Like the top, like the topic is, be tough on in Hashem, not right. so much like how to bring about like Hashem actually fixing your problems. 
Okay, but I, I feel like I don't know. I feel like I, I like like it's right. almost like David, according to that approach, it's like David saying like take my word for it. I trust it in Hashem. Not gonna I'm not gonna tell you why. Not gonna tell you how. But just you know, great David. You know, but I, I'll so I'll argue though and say that uh, this is from Ken is the question ad ana does show that he has bitachon, right? Because until when means that I know that it's coming. I just don't, I, I, but it feels like it's too long, you know, mm-hmm. which by the way, if this is about gullus, then that definitely expresses the way that Jews have felt throughout the ages. Here's that like, we, we, we believe in the, that, that Hashem is going to redeem us, but like, when is that going to happen? You know? And then you can say, maybe there's some uh, bridge in there that shows us like how to get that. So I think like the move you're, you're, the, the, sorry, the the theme that you're developing is good, uh, but uh, I, I think that I don't like the reading of six. Okay, a lot of uh, <laughs> okay. Well, sometimes a big chiddush uh, can be a tripping stone to fall into a good idea. You can put that on a plaque and <laughs> preserve it. Okay, Ayala, Ayala, and then David, and then uh, all right. Okay, Ayala. So on Isaiah's idea, I feel like this the end of six kind of answers that question because it says for he has bestowed goodness upon okay me. so it's saying that okay so i the reason why i think isaiah didn't say that is because i assume that you're saying that that's referring to the same thing the that god bestowing goodness is god taking him out of this thing is that yeah yeah that's right. yeah and are you saying a different thing are you able to to explain what you mean by yeah, that? in other words okay. that uh the the um what do you call it? a time jump time skip Right. So, so the, according to the time skip theory, right, then David is in all this uh, state of uh, tsara from one through five. And then it fast forwards to a state where he is giving Hoda'a because God had, because he did trust in God and God did bestow kindness onto him. But I think that's what I was saying. Yeah. Right. That, I think that's what I was saying also. I'm asking her though, if that's what she's saying or she's saying. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Then does your question, what was your question then? My question, well, I feel like that answers it. It still doesn't explain to us how he gets from the transition, how, how he accomplishes this, uh, the transition. All it shows well, is Hashem. Well, okay. I guess I was understanding it as like, like in the beginning when he was in pain and in Sarah and like, he didn't see that there was any really way out to justify like what was happening to him, yeah. but he knew that there was a way out. And that's why he like, wasn't so certain. He, and he was saying, lay in my eyes. But then once the salvation came, he's like, oh, okay, there was a way out. And like, it happened. That's and that's why why I think it's, so that, that's why I think it's a much easier reading to say, that ani batachti, like just as you don't need the time skip theory at all. Just say that I have all these doubts, but I trusted in Hashem, and therefore I know that He will save me, and I will sing to Him in the future. That's the other problem I think that I have is that I will sing to the future implies that He's still in a state of of uh, Sara. I, I think the time skip just is an utter failure. Very good creative reading, but. <laughs> Now, he, or I will sing uh, in his salvation, and he, my heart will rejoice. Right? Not, not vani bechasa betachti. Um, how would you say it in the past? Gal, I don't know what the past tense of gal, gila, gil, gil, yeah, gal yeah, galta No, that's you. Whatever. <laughs> he would figure out how to say it because he's a poet, and he would say, I rejoiced, and I uh, I sang, you know? But I don't think he's saying, like, I think now he's reflecting on it, and he's saying, he's, viewed, he's viewing what happened, like, in the past, you yeah. know, and he's saying, 
I rejoice about I rejoice about what happened and I will continue like singing on about yeah. the fact that you saved me. I think you could accomplish everything that you two are, are trying to accomplish, which is trying to say that he does have bitachon in uh one through five, but you just don't need to posit this awkward reading. That's my that's that's uh that's my start. I'm sticking to it. Yeah, right. Ariel. Okay, I I, ha- I have an approach, um, but I also uh, want to you know have a different pivot, and, and, and okay. that's from the pesukim. Uh, I'm sorry, from the pesukim of the questions. <laughs> uh, <from laughs> versus, the oh, okay, yeah, versus, yeah. you know, um, the statements. Okay, yeah. So, so up to Pesach Valley. Okay, is, so yeah. oops. Oh, we're slowing down again. Oh no, it's not even. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. Okay. I I, I don't know. Um. I, yeah. I, I just feel like in my mind like that's just like a good place. So because I th- I still think four and Anna is like a part of like the, the the solution to like the problem. Yeah. This is definitely a, a fine pivot. Yeah. 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 Um. I wanna suggest that it's 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 at, it's um discussing our uh relationship with the Kaddish Baruch in, in times of stress. Okay. That sounds like a good theme. And that sounds like it could work. So are you taking a stance on whether it's David or Kalisar? Okay. All right. So I think it could work for both. Whichever one, it just happens to fit in. Okay. um, Yeah. 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 Anyway. So I think that like maybe until one is almost like, um, you know, it's like uh, it's in a a time of uh, help where we need him, but it's almost like, like, it's like, it's like a plea, you know, it's a type of plea. And like, Mm -hmm. it, 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 it signifies the, uh, you know, the stress that we're in and going through like Hashem, will you forget my, me for eternity? Uh, your, how your face is almost like, it's kind of like a little rhetorical to uh, express how we feel about this right. specific situation. Right. Even though like, it's not actually, you know, true. It's kind of like within yeah. our human selves. That's just how we're like venting. It. Right. That's a good answer, by the way, to the contradiction in two. Right. Because until when will you forget me forever is a contradiction. But the way it feels, it feels like you forgot me forever. You know, and he's just expressing it like to get the feeling out. And and so the next half, I I think that look, answer me, you know, like like it's the the start of the uh, I think it's the start of like. The, the, uh, just, <laughs> I don't know if I'm thinking of the same thing as uh, as I am uh, at, at look, but anyway, yeah. Okay, fine. Anyway, so it's like the start of like uh like like the solution to the problem. Like, okay, we we know we're going, we're venting, we're humans, we have that right to vent. Yeah. But at the same time, like we do recognize, you know, like like Hashem's you know true justice, and but He does come around. He's not He's not like. You know the uh, our enemy who rejoices on our. Oh, that's interesting. You know, uh, uh, um, uh, downfall. Right. Yeah. He's the opposite. He he's gonna save us because he's the true and just being. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. That, that, that that's that's good. So let me just uh, I'm gonna take this down here as an approach. Um, Chaim, I'm referring to a certain uh, ocarina of time. Uh, uh, being <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> all right so when you said that i was like in the middle of spacing out and then i was like huh look yeah like, look listen okay um ariel says um the first half is david expressing uh his feelings uh of abandonment by hashem right um and 
even though uh, he knows, sorry, he knows these feelings aren't necessarily true, which paves the way for the fact that what he really holds is in sex. Yeah, and I think the enlighten, you know, I think the enlightenment on us is just, you know, our, you know, our, the Torah system, like, like yeah. we have a foundation that we can rely on. Ah, okay, good. Uh, oh. It's the start of an answer. It's the start uh, of an answer. Ah, okay, so here we have the hinge, right? So the hinge is, um, is going to be where we transition from this state into this state. Okay. Yeah, I want to ask actually, according to Ariel, how four fits in to his whole theme. Yeah. Okay. I think this is the, the he wants to know how four fits into the whole the whole theme. Four? Yeah. Look, answer me. I'll show my I don't, I don't know. I mean, how would that fit into the to the theme of the second half where he's uh I forgot what Ariel said, but it was not the first half. Why don't you first remember what I said? <laughs> 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 okay, hold on. Let me actually let me also first remember what Ariel said. Um, so, um, okay, so then, then I'm just gonna. What, what was that? I have a thought for his question. Okay, all right, so they're just jogging my memory about the uh, second half again. It, uh, which part? The second half or the first? The half? second half. Uh, it's, 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 um, it's because we 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 um it's the answer to the solution because we do have the, the we do uh have the true ideas of god and we know that he's gonna save us he's not like the enemy oh yeah yeah right right that, he makes you know, to, the, gonna, to the true ideas yeah. of god okay alluded to in um enlighten my eyes okay that hashem is not like the enemy who rejoices at our faltering, but Hashem rejoices at our salvation. And just to plug in the idea of the Sforno that we, I feel like we referenced twice this week of that Hashem doesn't want the Russia to die, right? Uh, Hashem doesn't want anyone to, do, to, to fail. He just wants to, the person to do tshuva and to live, you know? So Hashem wants to help us. Um, and then that is the basis of, and perhaps I'm going to add this here, perhaps Sorry, not perhaps. I don't have to say perhaps. This is David's um, the basis of David trusting in Hashem uh, for salvation because he knows that Hashem's that that saving someone who uh, um, who like David is in line with Hashem's will, right? Like he knows that. Right, it doesn't mean that he's going to guarantee that he's going to be saved, but he knows that that is in line with Hashem's will. Okay, yeah, uh, you want to add to, to... the thought on the uh, question of what is pasuk talat doing? Yeah, um, look, yeah. Uh, that could potentially be then once the emotions or whatever he was operating in, yeah, um, and things look really bad and nasty and really scary, and this is them now turning to nothing yeah yeah that's what yeah that that's what I um wanted to say here that this puzzle is allowing him to transition from one to from from the first half to the second half that that recognition yeah, yeah. it seems like also the way that then he's actually able to progress forward and get to where he winds up being in Pasu club 
is through his emotions being on board of following the intellect, which until that happens. Ah, okay, good, go good. Well. I'm still missing the question. I'm trying to follow the methodology. I, I don't really. The question that he's answering? Yeah, I, I'm not, I don't really get the question and, and why that's an important question. Well, they're asking just how does, I mean, they're, truthfully, the question is coming from still viewing six as the essential pivot. But if Ariel wants to say that this is a, that the second half goes together, so then, like, why does four and five belong more in the second half than in the first half? Why does four and five belong more? Oh, because it, it's, it's this, I was saying, because it's the start of, yeah, yeah, of recognizing the truth, which is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. right. I just want to, I just want to, um, uh, I just want to note that in some form. Um, in other words, uh, Sukim, here we go again. Sukim four and five um, are the beginning of the enlightenment, which allows him to get to the place in Pasuk Vav. Pasuk Vav. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah and then um, Yeah. So. According to what you guys are saying, it sounds like enlighten my eyes lest I sleep death is saying like show me the true ideas of the shaman, yeah. let me understand. But then it seems non like the next process seems like a non separate less, less my enemies say Yeah, we still have to explain to that. Overpower him, but that doesn't seem related to David seeing the ideas of Shem. Yeah, okay. Uh, we still have to explain that. And by the way, I forgot that there is another ambiguity here, okay. Uh, there are some of Arshim who say it is less uh, is I'm able to overpower him, and some of Arshim say it's I'm able to overpower him, no. which changes a lot, right? Because that is a much stronger argument. Well, the other one's an argument as well, right? But this would also be an illusion, not an illusion too. This would this would connect really well to Pasuk um, to Perika Yabes, right? Of Lushanino uh, Nagbir, Mi Adon Lanu, right? Uh, and these are people who think they can overpower God. Does, uh, so that's, yeah. Does that mean like go, going against God? Yeah. Like like us, like if we falter, if we falter, then the enemies are going to say that I can overpower God. Which, by the way, if if this is if this is explaining uh, biographically about David, so what could that refer to? Do you think? I mean, I know we don't know David's whole life history, but we know enough. The Malchus. The Malchus, right? So David was chosen as king, and these enemies were trying to overpower him. And if they succeed in overpowering him, then they're basically saying, okay, we, we, we uh, outwitted God, you know? And if this was referring to Klal Yisrael and Olam, then it's Vadai. If they defeat, if we falter, then our, the non-Jews are going to think that, that they've defeated uh, God, right? You know, that we're, we're not God's people, or that, that, that God broke his agreement with us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, were you uh okay yeah uh you said what you're saying is Chaim is next yeah yeah it's interesting i was actually going to make a comment about the uh him overpowering yeah. him and saying that that would be like in a sense like a hill of shame yeah um because like it reminded me of actually really his uh his reason his two reasons uh kind of reminded me a little bit of uh part of what i'm doing with Rabbi trackman uh in moshe's in Moshe's argument to God to not destroy the Am, he gives two reasons. One is like Bris Avos, and the other one is so that Mitzrayim doesn't say like, oh, he took them out just to destroy them. Mm. So we kind of like boiled that down to like a 
like a, a, a like an internal reason and then like an external like fill a shame reason and it's almost kind of similar but I, th- I think in the way that ariel's trying to go where he's like getting closer to like idea and and like uh and truer ideas like number four is like kind of in a you know if i may selfish way of like you know like let something happen to me and then number five as he gets closer to like to like yeah. the truth oh that's good He's saying, oh, let something happen, you know, to the cover of, uh, you know, to the cover of mouthless kind of thing. Right. And you don't even have to say that it's going based on selfishness, because I think starting with your own, you know, uh, needs and working your way outward to the more abstract is a thing. I mean, we did that's what we do in this one essay, right? As we start with um, um, with Maginavos and then Gvuros Hashem and then Kiddush Hashem is, is the last, you know, even though that's the most important. Okay, let's do one thing uh, before we end for tonight. Let's read the Targum. Okay, Targum is what opened it up for, for uh, us this time, okay? Uh, and uh, Targum and then the, uh, we're not gonna read the Miri tonight, but Targum and the Miri, uh, we're like a tag team. Okay, so the Targum says, and we're gonna use the English Targum here, um, which is actually a good English. Um, oh, after this, I have a, um, I have a PSA, which I don't know where else to put it. Okay, this is a general PSA. Um, okay. So how long, O Lord, will you neglect me forever? How long will you hide the splendor of your face from me? Now, what this uh, English translation does is whenever the Targum deviates from the literal translation, it puts in an italics. Okay, so on titmor ziv apachmini, so the splendor of your face. Anyone know what the what ziv hashchina is code for? Olam haba. Yeah, in olam haba. But what aspect of olam haba is the ziv hashchina? Good part. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, wait, no, no, no. oh, oh, it's the um, it's the, it's the what's it called? It it's the it's a schar. Uh, or it's it is a, a schar, state. but what is what is the schar? Oh, it's the state of uh of like of uh, of knowledge access. Okay. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, tomorrow. Uh, I thought I was referring to Edias Hashem. Yeah. Just, okay. So, so you're both very uh, close. I'll argue those are the same thing. Uh, okay, so uh, it's very close. So um, in the Ramam in Hilos Chuva Ches Beis says that Hainz Baruchash in oh sorry where, where does he first quote the thingy? Uh, oh, it's so slow. Ziv. Computer. <laughs> um, oh yeah, so he describes he quotes Chazal saying that um, there's no eating, drinking, or and their crowns are on their heads and they derive pleasure from the radiance of the Shechina, right? So he explains that there's no physicality there. I'll just read this. It's clear to you that there's no body there. There's no eating and drinking. What does it mean that they said? That's by way of allegory. The souls of the tzaddikim exist there below Amav Lo Yagia without um, uh, toil and without uh, exertion. This is reminding me to, email, uh, to send you that thing about the burning of the uh, of the Ramam's works because this is one of the things that they didn't like that the Ramam made Olam Haba not physical. All right. Um, uh, same uh, when they say that the crowns are on their heads. The knowledge that they knew should be 
uh, that knowledge exists within. This is why I was objecting to what you, you were saying, Chaim, that the crown is the knowledge, but the ziv is not the knowledge, okay? It's the crown. With the crown that his mother crowned him with. Um, I'm sure you and Rabbi Trachman are going to get to that at some point. Okay, fine. So the Nanin Mizivashina is a metaphor for apprehending from the reality of God what they couldn't apprehend when they were in their bodies. So there's the knowledge that you get while you're here, which is giving is the metaphor of the crown. And then when you're in Olamaba, you're getting the Zivashina, which is you're apprehending the reality of God in a way that you couldn't when you were um, uh, in, in this world. That's why I was saying that you guys were kind of correct. Okay. So I don't know if that's what the Targum means, but that's the only explanation I know of the Ziv Hash. Uh, well, this is Ziv Apach, so it's not even the Zivashina. Okay. But I just wanted to give some basis here. Okay. How long will I put warnings in my soul? Interesting. Translates this as warnings. Ashavim um, Milka, right? Uh, like like um, Nimlach, uh, coming to like change your mind in 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 uh, in halachic uh, in Mishnahic Hebrew. Um, uh, how long will I put warnings in my soul, suffering in my heart daily? How long will my enemy vaunt himself over me? Okay, vaunt. I don't know what that means. Pay heed and receive my prayer, O Lord. So that's going with our. Remember how we said that anytime it says God answer me, then He changes it from answer me to accept my prayer. That was a whole nine part here. Our Lord, my God, illumine my eyes by your Torah, lest I sin and sleep with those who deserve death. This was the thing that unlocked everything for us. Okay. Um, so he says, I'll read it in the Aramaic. Istakel, look, v'kabel tzlosi, and receive my prayer, Hashem Elki, Hashem my God, anhir enai b'oraisach, enlighten my eyes with your Torah. V'ha'er enina b'sorasacha. That's what we say in, in the Birkos Krishma. Dilma echov, lest I incur liability. Um, that's how I would translate it. V'edmuch, and I die, or I sleep, im chayavai mosa, with those who are liable for death. Okay. All right. Then he says, lest, oh, Dilma Yemar Yitzra Bisha Ashaltine, lest the evil impulse should say, so that's the enemy here. Okay. So this is a, not a, a literal external enemy, but the worst enemy. The only enemy that could actually harm you is your Yitzhahara. Uh, lest the uh, enemy should say, I have taken control of him. Lest my oppressors rejoice. Okay. Those are apparently actual oppressors because I stray from your paths. Okay. So he's making this all about Torah and the internal battle with the Yitzhahara. And then he says, but I have pleaded, I place my trust in your goodness. My heart will rejoice in your redemption. I will give praise in the Lord's presence because he rewards me with good things. Okay, uh, with tough. So he just adds the word tough. Okay, so that is a, uh, a, uh, uh, an approach. And now that's clearly talking about David himself. But remember, the Mepharshim say that this is about Galos. And I think that there's a way to unify them. But we'll have to wait till next week for that. Okay, PSA, unrelated. Um, uh, oh, did I write this down? Hold on. No. Uh, no, you, you know I didn't write now. You mean the target? No, the PSA. Oh no, I, I don't remember. Eliyahu, have you ever heard of Eliyahu Monk? No. No. Okay, Eliyahu Monk is a translator, quote unquote. Okay. Um. So, uh, I thought that he was just a bad translator. Okay, but. And this is this is like <laughs> I can't call it a shevach, but it's not an insult. He davka doesn't translate, uh, doesn't even attempt to translate um, 
like in a literal way. He just weaves his interpretations into the thing uh, at will. Okay, uh, and he he writes this in an interview with uh, Art Scroll, I think about his um, his translation philosophy. Okay, and I had an example. Oh, wait, oh, oh, where did I find this example? I just I just encountered it. Oh yeah, it was in this week's parsha. That's so. Um, Okay, so like, so uh, Alator has him for the for the Sforno. Um, so just check. Now you're you're thinking, oh, Rabbi Shneur is just exaggerating. Like he maybe this guy's just loose in his translations. Nah. Okay, so um, he says like, so Sforno is talking about. So the end of the parsha is the Makalel. Okay, and he says, um, so there's a uh, okay. Anyone know? <laughs> I'd be impressed if anyone guessed this. What puzzle do we learn from that it's usher to curse uh, to curse God? Your parents? Uh, no, although it is related. So it's a puzzle of um, Elohim lo sakalel. Okay. But that's also a puzzle about uh, not cursing the judge. Okay. It's the same puzzle. That's the warning for both of them. What was it? Yes. Elohim Losakalel. Okay. Okay, so check this out. Um so uh so the Pasuk that Swarm is coming on says, Velbanesha to the barely more, ish ish kiakala aloha vanasahato. Each man when he cur- if he curses his God, then he will bear his sin. Um uh Vinasahato. He will receive the onish that is proper for him based on the blasphemer and the one who is being cursed. Especially when he does not curse with the name of God. Or if he blasphemes or disparages uh, uh, alone. As it says in the Targum, A judge you shall not curse. Okay, so Shad of the Sforno is he saying that the onish is going to vary based on who you curse and who you are, who uh, like how you curse and who you curse. So he's saying that this is especially if you curse when you don't curse with the name of God or um, or you uh, or you just like insults him alone, uh, as it says in the Targum, Elohim uh, Loskala. Now check out how Rabbi Monk translates this. This is a translation, by the way. He will, he will bear his sin. He will have to carry the burden of his punishment. In other words, this is a problem between him and his maker. No human court being involved, seeing the sin was committed in private and he had not cursed God's essence, but one or more of his attributes. This leaving him to God is also applicable when the blasphemer only cursed by one of the attributes God is known by. It's just not even a translation. Okay. Um, and I've, I've uh, and, and then he goes on and he says, uh, okay, whatever. I, I was just, I was just infuriated by this. Um, and so, uh, so like, you know, and again, this is his philosophy. This is, this is Elion Monk's philosophy, which he's not wrong in saying that the translator has to interpret, but there becomes a point when you're writing your own parish. You know, there's a difference between documentary and based on a true story. And based on true stories, you have a lot of leeway. Okay, so if anytime you see any Elion Monk translation, you should know, I'm sure he's a Talmud Chacham, but don't treat it as a translation. Just like Malbim on Mishle, that little pocket book is not a translation. It's inspired by the Malbim on Mishle. It's not a translation. Yeah. Is he claiming that he's a translation and not a parish? Yes, he's claiming he's a translation on parish, yeah. So why, is this the only translation on the Soprano? Uh, uh, on all, yeah, I heard though that the uh, the, the Sfaria one is much worse because I think that's a community translation. 
Uh, unless they changed it recently. So why yeah. do they even like? Do they know that this is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's the the way it works is as soon as anyone gets um, uh, gives up their their copyright, like to Al Torah, then um, then then they uh, you know, yeah, Elihu Monk translation. I this was standards though. Interview. I mean, look, you can you, you know that that's up to the publisher. Um, where, where's the uh? Okay, I, I'll I'll see if I can find the thing. It was an interview. Uh, Rabbi Sklar is the one who pointed out um, uh, that, uh, yeah, anyway, so I'm not going to find it now. I just, I thought I had to say that to somebody. Okay. All right. So think about it for next time. Good, uh, good parak. Thank you. It's it's, it's nice that you can think about the parak. It's small if they can actually like think about it, you know? If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are matchschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewas at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.